Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of a Light Unto My Path podcast. I'm your host, Howard Sides. Today, we're continuing our study through the book of Revelation, and we are in verse 8 of chapter 21. Uh, verse 8 here describes a couple of different, uh, I want to say characteristics, uh, if that's the best word. It's describing a couple of uh, characteristics that won't be found in the in this new city, in New Jerusalem. And uh, so we've been kind of going through that, and we're into the third one in that. So let's just uh, start reading uh, in verse 6. I've been starting there just to kind of put it together. Verse 6 through 8, and then we'll uh, start with our podcast today, where we are. Okay, Revelation chapter 21, verse 6. Uh, says, and he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And we've covered the fearful and unbelieving, so we're down to this uh, description of the abominable. Uh, it's kind of like I told my Sunday school class, it's not the abominable snowman. <laughs> you always kind of think of that <laughs> that word. It's just a Word kind of tied into that, I guess. I don't know what it is. But the word abominable here, uh, in the Greek, is the, is the word bedeluso. It's B-D-E-L-U-S-S-O. And even in the phonetics, the B and the D are there, so it's not like making one silent. So I don't know it's just like bedeluso. Uh, that's the word. Uh, and, and it's a derivative of the word bedeo, B-D-E-O, bedeo, which means to stink. Uh, so this word deluso uh, means to be disgusting or detestable or loathsome. Um, quite frankly, it's it's anything that just sets you off, uh, makes you sick to your stomach, it turns your stomach, however you want to say it. That That's what this abominable is that's the definition of the word abominable now this word is a a passive participle which indicates uh that these people being described here have become abominable because they participated in activities which are considered abominable to god so god is calling some things in the bible abominable and if you've been a student of the bible any time uh, it is a word that's used quite frequently in the Old Testament to describe some things that uh, God has told us he doesn't want us to do. Uh, God, uh, some things that uh, he detests, if you will. Uh, and so we're coming down through a list of some of these things. But even in the book of Revelation, the harlot uh, of Revelation is described as having a golden cup in her hand uh, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And that's in uh, Revelation uh, 17, verse 4. I forgot to put that reference in there, so let me add that. Okay, now, 
what sort of activities are we talking about here? I, I know there's some things we just know right off the top of our head uh, that are abominable, but what are some of the activities uh, considered to abominable according to the law of Moses, when God handed out the law of Moses there in Leviticus uh, and mentioned some things in Deuteronomy and that sort of thing, but we'll, we'll stick mostly to uh, Leviticus. But uh, the first one is uh, partaking uh, in unclean animals. And what that means is eating the flesh of unclean animals. Uh, I, I, we're not going to have time to read it. I'll give you the reference to it. It is in Leviticus. It is chapter 11, verses 10 down through 42. Uh, verse 10 down through 42. And it describes there uh, a list of animals that uh, uh, was considered unclean to the Jew. God told him not to eat it. And, you know, mo most of the things had to do with um, health issues. Uh, you know, bacteria is not something that they were aware of back then. Um, as a matter of fact, it's only something we've become aware of uh, since, I think, 1880s, somewhere in there, when Louis Pasteur discovered bacteria. So God was protecting them from things that they weren't even really aware of. So there's that. Uh, but one of the ones that we know that's uh, an abomination is homosexual behavior. Uh, Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. Uh, you can't get any clearer than that right there. That's exactly what God says about it. And this mindset of today's world is, uh, well, if God doesn't strike you dead because you're doing it, then he must not think it's that big of a deal. Uh, this world of instant gratification also has convinced us that there's instant punishment too. And if you do something and you're not immediately punished for it, then God must not have a problem with it. That's so totally wrong. So totally wrong. Totally misunderstand what is called a reference in the Bible as the age of grace. That's what we're in. I mean, th th think about it. If, if these things in the Old Testament that were considered, um, abominations and, and and breaking the law and this sort of thing. If we were doing those things today based on the the way they handled things in the Old Testament, uh, we would have no population control problems. <laughs> half the half the world, if not three quarters of it, would be dead for breaking his law. So anyway, that. Uh, but still back to our point here, homosexual behavior. There's another reference uh, in... in uh, uh, chapter 20, two chapters later, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13, mentions it again. Uh, if a man, and, it, and this makes it even a little clearer, if a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Okay, so that's the homosexual behavior. Uh, and like he even has to say it, the, another one is bestiality. Bestiality, uh, if you're not aware of what that is, which I'm sure most of you are, but just to clarify it, um, it's humans having sex with animals. And yes, that <laughs> you think, wow, that's something that's going to... It's in the book of Leviticus. This is something that was going on right at the very beginning. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have addressed it. Leviticus 18. Verse 23 through 26, 
and as a matter of fact, these are the verses immediately following that first reference to the homosexual behavior. That's chapter 18, verse 22. It picks up right here, verse 23 down through 26. It says, Neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things, for in all these things the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. And the land is defiled. Therefore I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it, and the land itself vomiteth out her inhabitants. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, and shall not commit any of these abominations, neither any of your own nation, nor any stranger that sojourneth among you. Now, in reading that, um, something sticks out in here uh, that may lend a little hint, uh, a little background into why, uh, as the nation of Israel, and of course, they're getting this law as they're in the wilderness, okay? They've left Egypt. They're on their way to the promised land. And God's told them, when you get to the promised land, I want you to go in there and, and completely wipe out all these people. And you think, why would he do that? Look at this right here where it says, Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. Verse 24. For in all these the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. In all these. Talking about homosexual behavior and the bestiality. They were doing this. And... uh uh, my dad's even told me that there's a book he's reading. I, I can't remember who it was that, that wrote this comment that said that the reason as well that God told him to wipe out all of those nations was because of the diseases that were from all this stuff. Now, you know, AIDS is from a, a current thing that come from men having or, or humans having sex with animals. Bestiality, I think it came from monkeys, as a matter of fact. Not 100% sure about that, but I do know that's where it originated. Um a lot of these sexually transmitted diseases started with an animal. Not all of them, maybe, but uh, the majority of them did. Uh, and so that that's a reason that God told them to wipe all them people out. So it wouldn't infect them because he knew how they were. They were going to go right into it and do it anyway. Read the book of Judges. Man, that's every every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Boy, that that's a dangerous statement right there, isn't it? Man. Uh, another abomination, uh, improper consumption of an offering, uh, Leviticus 19 and verse 7. And if it be eaten at all on the third day, it is abominable. It shall not be accepted. So that's eaten uh, an offering in, in an unrequired time, basically, on the third day. Uh, idol worship. Well, that, that's one that's, it just goes being known. That's in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7. Verse 25 through 26. The graven images of their gods shall ye burn with fire. Thou shalt not desire the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it unto thee, lest thou be snared therein. For it is an abomination to the Lord thy God. Neither shalt thou bring an abomination into thine house, lest thou be a cursed thing like it. But thou shalt utterly detest it, and thou shalt utterly abhor it, for it is a cursed thing. Um, another one is child sacrifice. Deuteronomy chapter 12, uh, verse 31. 
Thou shalt not do so unto the Lord thy God, for every abomination to the Lord which he hateth have they done unto their gods. For even their sons and their daughters they have burnt in the fire to their gods. Can, can you imagine that? Now, we think in this day and age that, you know, people don't do that sort of thing. And we hear all the time about this child abuse going on. Uh, it wasn't long ago they convicted this woman of, of burning her kids. She put her kids in an oven. In an oven. Uh, and, and just recently with, with this stuff with Israel and Hamas, we hear, uh, and, and re really, we've not heard at all. Trust me. You have not heard near the totality uh, of the things that Hamas did to these children. Un unbelievable. Un unbelievable what they've done. And this stuff goes all the way, again, right, right back to the very beginnings of the nation of Israel. It was, it was stuff that was going on then. Uh, he mentions it again, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 10 through 12. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. Okay. Uh, another one is offering an imperfect sacrifice. Deuteronomy 17.1 Thou shalt not sacrifice unto the Lord thy God any bullock or sheep wherein is blemish or any evil favoredness. For that is an abomination unto the Lord thy God. And God had told him when he set up these sacrifices that they had to literally check over these animals before they offered them up uh, almost inch by inch. They, it, was on, it was on the responsibility of the individual to make sure that that animal had no blemish. It was a perfect animal. And so to offer up one that, that whether you knew or not, uh, that it did have a blemish. It was an abomination unto the Lord uh, thy God. Uh, another one, worshiping other gods, including astral bodies. Astral bodies would be the sun, the moon, stars, that sort of thing. Uh, Deuteronomy 13, verse 13 through 14. Certain men, the children of Belial, are gone out from among you and have withdrawn the inhabitants of their city, saying, Let us go and serve other gods which ye have not known. Then shalt thou inquire and make search and ask diligently and behold, if it be truth and the thing certain that such abomination is wrought among you. Uh, later in chapter 17, verses three through four, and hath gone and served other gods and worshiped them, either the sun or moon or any of the host of heaven, which I have not commanded. And it be told thee, and thou hast heard of it and inquired diligently and behold, it is true and the thing certain that such abomination is wrought in Israel. That uh, worship uh, them, either the sun, the moon, or any of the host of heaven, that goes right into, um, uh, oh man, what do you call them things? Horoscopes. Horoscopes, uh, mythology having to do with the stars represent like, the, listen, we even refer to these stars as like the Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, uh, Leo, Gemini. You know, where did all that come from? pagan worshiping of those stars that, that, that's where that stuff come from that's where the names come from it led into mythological stories of of uh gods that they uh invented to to worship okay uh the next one sorcery witchcraft soothsaying interpreting omens 
I kind of chuckle when I hear this interpreting omens. How many people around here today are doing that very thing and they don't even realize they're doing it? Oh, that's a bad sign. That's a bad sign right there. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, That's interpreting omens. That's what that is. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 10 through 12. Uh, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that useth divination or an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. There's that phrase again. Because of these abominations, the Lord doth drive them out from before thee. That's that's another reason why. Uh, we don't have time to go into this, uh, the children passing through the fire, uh, divination, observer times, chanters, witch, charmer, uh, necromancer, and all that. It's all got to do with witchcraft, uh, practicing that Babylonian uh, dark magic. Uh, And you think, well, that's stuff that that went on uh, in old times. It's not around anymore. Really? Uh, If you've been any time in the book of Revelation with me, you know we talked about some of that. Uh, The very Roman Catholic Church that is so prominent today is using black magic. They're using the Babylonian mystery religion. And they've copied it, and even the colors, the mantras, the the statues they use, uh, all transposed over from that time. They just stuck different names on it, call it something different. It's the very same practice. That stuff has not disappeared at all in any way. Uh, here's another abomination. Uh, cross-dressing. Deuteronomy 22, verse 5, it says, The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Neither shall a man uh, put on a woman's garment, for all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. And I'm thinking I had some other notes. Yes. Yeah, I haven't quite got here yet in Sunday school, so I've made some extra notes here. That phrase there, uh, the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Okay, that which pertaineth. Remember that, that which pertaineth. Okay, because in the next phrase it says, uh, uh, neither shall a man put on a woman's garments. Okay, so there's a difference here between uh, garment and that which pertaineth. Okay, now, uh that which pertaineth, uh, I think, is where I'm going. Let's see. The Hebrew word uh, kelly, K-E-L-E-E, uh, is any apparatus as an implement, utensil, vessel, or weapon, armor, that which pertaineth to the psaltery, tools, or weapons. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man that which pertaineth is that word hebrew word kelly (laughs) kelly Uh, so it's any apparatus or implement such as a utensil a vessel or a weapon armor uh that which pertaineth to the psaltery that's (coughs) p-s-a-l-t-e-r-e excuse me it's (laughs) t-e-r-y not t-e-r-e t-e-r-y psaltery 
Uh, a psaltery was a skin bag that they held liquids in. Uh, a lot of times it would have been goat's milk back in that time. Uh, it also held water. Um, that, that, that's how they had to carry water with them when they traveled through the desert. It had to be put in something. Most of the time it was a bag uh, made out of an animal skin, and it was sewn together to make it you know, leak-proof and that sort of thing. That's a psaltery. So it's not here saying that a woman should not wear a man's clothes. It, the, the direction of this verse here, and I'm not getting into whether they should or not. They, you know, of course, they don't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't dress like a man. It's confusion, just like God said a minute ago about a, laying down with an animal. It's no different. It's just creating confusion. The, the idea there is that, that, that a woman should not wear anything that pertains to what a man uh, would be seen carrying, would be associated with carrying armor. Uh, any vessels or, or any kind of weapons, uh, utensils such as sledgehammers and things of that nature. Uh, in reference to that verse, a woman in construction is an abomination. Is that not right? What does it say? <clears throat> any apparatus, implement, utensil, uh, which pertains to uh, carrying liquids, tools, there you go, tools, or weapons. I thought that was strange. When I read it um, Sunday morning when I was getting ready for Sunday school class, uh, that stuck in my head, that little phrase, that which pertaineth. And then it said, uh, and then a woman's garment. So, you know, immediately God pointed out, hey, you know, notice that there's something different going on. That's what he was saying. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's cross-dressing. All right. Uh, offering money gained through sinful practices in the house of the Lord. Deuteronomy 23, 18 says, Thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore or the price of a dog into the house of the Lord thy God for any vow. For even both these are abomination unto the Lord thy God. Any money you've earned through a sinful practice, uh, when you offer it up in the offering plate, <laughs> It's an abomination to God. Not only are you supposed to give an offering, it should be an honorable money that was gained or earned with honorable intentions. How about that? Uh, another thing that's an abomination is taking a woman back after having divorced her. Uh, the verse here is Deuteronomy 24, 4, which says her former husband, which sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife. After that, she is defiled. Do you know what that means? That means she's left him or he's put her away for whatever reason. And she's been with another man. She's had sex with another man. She's become defiled. For that is an abomination before the Lord. And thou shalt not cause the land to sin, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. So all of these activities have a common attribute. They are behaviors <clears throat> which arouses God's anger because they have contravened or broken or went against his law. In this sense, abomination and rebellion are related. <coughs> Excuse me. Man, my throat's like really dry right now. Sorry about that. <coughs> uh, John Gill said... Uh, about this word abominable. 
and I quote, it denotes such who are the worst of sinners, given up to sinning, and to every good work reprobate who are addicted to the worst of crimes, as were the Sodomites and others. The Ethiopic version renders it who pollute themselves with unnatural lusts. The Syriac and Arabic versions express it by two words, sinners and polluted, filthy sinners. The character well agrees with Babylon, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth, and to all that adhere to her and join with her in her abominable idolatries. <clears throat> Okay, let's see. Uh, we're at about 24 minutes. I, I might stop in there and, I, well, you know what? This next one's kind of short. Let's just go ahead and do it. Murderers. Murderers is the next thing mentioned here in verse 8. <laughs> I think I can sneak it in. Uh, the word murderers is the Greek word phonius, P-H-O-N-E-U-S, phonius, which means those who take away the life of a man for any cause but the murder of another those who hate their brother in their heart. Oh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you catch that second part of that? Those who hate their brother in their heart. They haven't actually committed the act of killing someone with their hands. It's in their heart. <clears throat> and there's a word in the Hebrew language that basically says, you're guilty of it as just as though you did it. <clears throat> so, what we see here is that this is not a condition of the brain at all. Uh, we have things in our judicial system uh, when it comes to acts of murder. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. There's first degree murder, second degree murder, third degree murder. Uh, then there's manslaughter. And a lot of it has to do with the what's called the premeditation of it. Premeditation means that you actually thought about it, thought about how to do it, thought about uh, actually doing it, going through with it before the time came that, that the event happened or action happened or whatever you want to call it. That would be a condition. Of the, in other words, you thought about it and then you acted it out on it. So what this word murderer here is, it's not a condition of the brain. This is actually a condition of the heart, and we're basing that on <clears throat> that second definition. Those who hate their brother in their heart. Uh, Mark chapter 7, verse 21 says, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders. And that's so true. Uh, most of what we do uh, and follow through with, it begins in our minds. And we think about it, and we think about it, and we don't deal with it, we don't put it away, and it just it keeps growing, doesn't it? I mean, we've heard that in all these sermons that we've heard over, through all the years. The more you let that thought hang around, the the deeper it gets. Uh, and 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 this is a question: Why is there so much senseless murder happening today? We just mentioned it a minute ago. Uh, Hamas goes into Israel and 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 does what it does. And then there's people rioting in the streets of America, talking about the rights of these people. And, and you notice they keep saying Palestinians, Palestinians, Palestinians. These are not Palestinians. 
Hamas is terrorist. It doesn't matter where they're from. It doesn't matter if they are Palestinian, Iranian, Iraqi, Sudanese, or what. They're terrorists. Above anything else, that's what they are. But here's why this is going on. Romans chapter 1, verses 28 through 32 explains it all. <clears throat> and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Boy, that's one to stick right in the middle of this nasty group, isn't it? Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That's saying a lot right there. That's credible. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so we've covered two of the points here, uh, and we've probably got about 45 seconds left in the podcast uh, slot. Uh, so I want to say thank you for listening again. Uh, hope you're liking the new uh, microphone and new format. Uh, I'm using it on the computer now instead of my phone. My phone, I, I could record up to an hour, but here uh, it's like 30 minutes. Uh, I think maybe that's a little bit better <laughs> for you and for me. As you can hear, my voice is about to go. And I've only done this one today so far. I haven't done another one yet. I usually do a couple of them at a time. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, please remember to pray for me. Pray for each other. Pray for your local church. Pray for America. And, and let's remember Israel too, okay? God bless you and have a great day.